No my hearty Mikey Tano Hotaka. Welcome to the panel on RNZ National. Wallace Chapman with you today. What do you need to think of when refixing those home loans? You could be facing interest rates double what you used to. That just after four. Also, a new marine report out today. Not a pretty picture. Coastal water quality degrading due to fecal contamination. Water is becoming murkier. How to protect New Zealand's gorgeous waters and can we do it? And a new gated community has rules. No public displays of nudity. Laundry lines must not be seen from the road. And weeds under 15 centimetres, please. What is this, the Truman Show? And the Royal Australian Mint is to release coins that commemorate some of their best TV shows. If we did the same, what would you choose? This is what I'd choose. Bet no one knows the answer. What is this? Bet no one can get it. Text me 2101. You can email the panel at rnz.co.nz. With me this afternoon, Cass Carter, communications specialist. Kia ora, Cass. Good to have you on. Kia ora, Wallace. And Michael Moynihan, former chair of Creative NZ, now general manager of computer recycling. Michael, welcome. Ah, kia ora, Wallace. How are you? Haven't seen you in a couple of years. No, it's nice to see in, in the flesh, that's right. Good, eh? And it's fantastic flesh, Wallace, for the listeners at really? home. They should know that your flesh is gleaming and glistening and that's beautiful. Nice skin care. You need good skin care. Uh, yeah, I, that, I'm sure that's absolutely true. I've left my run a bit late, I have to now, say, Wallace. Now, uh, to this first, tubby terriers, flabby felines, chunky chihuahuas, bulging budgies. It's world pet Obesity Day, who knew? Jokes aside, pet obesity is a big problem. We pet owners love to spoil our furry friends with treats and extra portions, but well-loved should not equal overfed. The SPCA SPCA would like you to know that chunky pets are not cute and overfeeding them does a lot of harm. With us is Dr Alison Vaughan, the SPCA Science Officer. Dr Vaughan, kia ora. Kia ora, Wallace. I'd, I, 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 I bet you that many people listening to this wouldn't even know it's an issue, and yet they'll have their uh, their their pet with them, uh, and it may well be a little bit overweight. That is such a great point, Wallace. So a lot of people might not actually realise their pet is overweight, and part of that is because it has become much more common um, among pets to be carrying some extra weight. And actually, a um, recent New Zealand study found that more than a quarter of dogs and a fifth of cats in New Zealand, we're either overweight or obese. I mean, our, our home, Alice is not immune to this. Uh, our listeners will know that I, because I was talking about banjo quite a bit, <laughs> I've got a Yorkshire Terrier. We love him to bits, part of our whānau now. Uh, we took him for a vet checkup uh, because we tried to keep him healthy. The vet said, have a, little, have a seat. Got to tell you something. Um, this little banjo is too kilograms overweight and I, I was shocked I said I don't see it Well, and the vet said well it's an issue you need to get him off the cheese and chicken and into the kibbles oh, we didn't know Alison <laughs> yeah I mean you're not alone and I would say as well it is easy for this to happen it has happened to me too just mm. a few extra little treats especially if you have a smaller animal ah. um, make a big impact uh, and it can be hard for you to tell at home so going to the vet is a great idea Always ask your vet. Um, and Purina also have useful body condition score charts, which can help you estimate your pet's body condition score, which is how much extra weight or if they're carrying exactly the right amount of weight. 
Yeah, uh, and I know, Cass, am I correct in saying that you are a cat lover? Yes, I am a cat lover. I have two cats, but I yeah. don't overfeed them. In fact, if anything, I underfeed <laughs> them if you ask them. Yeah, <laughs> You shouldn't ask them, Cass. <laughs> no, I should never ask them, that's right. But I, I sort of laughed a bit um, that... Um, about the story that patience is essential when with weight loss in pets because have you ever actually tried to starve a, an animal like I just remember during the um supply, when the supply chain fell over for whiskers and that was my cat's go to and they wouldn't have anything else and they actually snubbed me for days and I actually woke up in the night with my cat standing on my chest staring into my face <laughs> which is actually like a horror movie so I don't know if I'd <laughs> want to have it be doing any altering of of cat food what I did wonder though is should people actually be fined for letting their pets be obese? Because it seems Ooh. like it's cruelty. I mean, could can you do that from an SPCA perspective? Yeah, I think that's a great question because a lot of people do associate SPCA with um, the other end of the scale. And I think it's much clearer to people that that is a welfare issue. Um, but an important part of this uh, World Pet Obesity Day is to raise awareness that the other side can also be problematic. And so our approach is always education first, because, um, as I said, many people aren't aware. But if people um, had received that information and were continuing to put their pet at risk, um, even when provided support, then that would be something that would be possible. Um, it is very serious. So it's not just that um, it comes, like with humans, with impacts on their general health. It can reduce the length of their life and reduces their quality of life. So it is a big deal. Yeah, Michael. Oh, I'm not the right one to ask. I've got a, um, uh, um, a big black greyhound, and right. so I'm forever trying to make her put on a kilo because, <laughs> okay. or a pound. And also, they've, they're, you know, she's thirty odd kilos, so she's big. Um, uh, I, uh, but I'm paranoid as a pet owner about getting the food right, about okay. making sure that I'm either not feeding, overfeeding, or not underfeeding, and get in the right nutrition balance because I do feel that's. My biggest, apart from walking her, that's my biggest responsibility is to make sure that mm. I'm feeding her in the right kind of way. But she's got the most extraordinary, extraordinary metabolism. It seems to come out the other end as, as almost as it's going in the uh, the top end. So I think there must be something in the genetics of dogs too that um, is different. Some dogs will be more pro. Uh, I would imagine there'll be some animals that uh, put on weight faster and more efficiently and, and find it harder to get it off. Here's the, here's the deal, Dr Vaughan. A lot of people might say, um, I give my pet cat or dog or otherwise treats and I do it because um, uh, that cat or dog loves it and actually feeding my uh, pussy or my dog, it's a sign of love. It's more than affection. It shows in the part of the family. What would you say to that, that actually... I feed that cat because I love them to bits. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I also enjoy feeding my pets. It's one of those great bonding experiences. Um, but there are ways of uh, showing your love that uh, don't put their health at risk. So making sure that treats aren't making up more than 10% of their calories per day. Um, feeding them through puzzle feeders. My cats have a number of puzzle feeders, which means uh, food time is also playtime. And it lasts a lot longer, which can help with them feeling full. And there are also special diets you can get to help with weight loss. So it's not just um, 
having to deal with pleading eyes or indeed cats standing on your chest in the middle of the night. Um, so that can help them feel a bit more full while they're um, on their oh, weight yes. loss path. Now, um, Wallace uh, texts here, uh, Alison, my overweight cat has been on a strict weight management uh, plan for two months. He hasn't lost weight. I bought a pet tracker and I'm seeing where he goes so I can see if they have cat food available. Uh, this person's convinced uh, that uh, he's dying now. But have I heard that actually uh, when it comes to cats, less so dogs, uh, weight loss is very, very slow over time? Yeah. Um, so two things. One, cats are good at visiting neighbours and getting food, so that can be an issue. Um, so do speak to your neighbours or um, consider ah. keeping your cat um, safe and happy at home as well. Um, but the other thing is to say is with cats, you have to be careful. So you have to be patient with all weight loss, but especially for cats, if they can um, actually develop a serious medical condition if you put them on a crash diet. So um, not only will they be very unhappy with you if you put them on a crash diet, but it's also uh, unhealthy. So yeah. the best um, place to go for advice when you're looking at helping your pet lose weight is your vet, and they will help you come up with a plan that has so uh, slow, steady, and safe weight loss. Is this a modern day issue? I don't remember fat cats before. I just wonder, Alison, what you're talking about, you could easily be talking about humans and obesity issues. Is it because we've got too many choices for cats and dogs now? Yeah, absolutely. This is a growing issue worldwide. And um, we've talked a lot about cats and dogs, but it also affects other um, companion animal species, such as rabbits. Um, oh, okay. You see a lot of chunky horses. Um, so it's just really important that we keep this in mind. And as you said, we're responsible for their exercise. We're responsible for their food. And just like with people, a healthy diet and exercise is really important for your health. And well-being too. Yeah, kia ora, Alison. Thank you for that. It's uh, good to have you on uh, for World Pet Obesity Day. Uh, Dr. Alison Vaughan there, the SPCA uh, Chief Science Officer. Uh, Cocker Spaniel's butler calling. Uh, vet told me some years ago you should be able to feel a good definition of his ribs but not be able to see them. It works for us. But as Alison said, first port of call is your uh, vet. A lot of people calling through wanted to know what that theme tune was. So uh, what is a TV show? What's a New Zealand TV show that you would put on a commemorative coin? Text me, 2101. Someone says, back of the Y. Gosh, remember that? Uh, it's time for I've Been Thinking. Uh, Cass Carter, take it away. I feel like I'm a broken record here, but this is the issue, Wallace. Um, I, for the first time in its history, women in New Zealand's um, parliament will have an equal share of seats in the House. Um, with a swearing in the, of the lab, latest Labour list MP, Soraya Peke Mason, in, in October. And I read this and I just felt depressed because I thought, is this, this is still a news story. Wow, women are catching up to men and they're not equal. And what I've been thinking about and doing this week is I was part of the crew that presented a petition to Parliament um, asking for the government to change legislation so that women and ethnic groups are paid fairly um, and that uh, we start to close the pay gap. And we have... Got 75 businesses reporting and addressing their pay gaps. We've got 25 businesses who signed an open letter to government. We've got all the country's unions. We've got all the charities who know that um, changing, um, addressing pay gaps will actually have an impact on people's pockets and it won't cost taxpayers a cent. We've answered every question that the government's put to us. They still haven't done anything about it. And on the 20th of October, it will be 50 years since the equal pay legislation came through and all those people who fought 
fought for it, thought we would be equally paid, and 50 years later, we're still not. October 20, 50 years on, still a long way to go. We'll be talking about that. We had the head of Z Energy on the panel actually the other day talking about they're one of the 75 businesses you mentioned. Uh, but uh, for that, for now, Cass uh, Kiora, Michael Moynihan, I've been thinking. Um, thank you. Look, um, uh, I'm, as what I said, I'm the general manager of Computer Recycling, which is a computer recycling facility in Auckland. Uh, tomorrow is um, International E-Waste Day, um, and it's an opportunity, I think, to reflect on the impacts of e-waste and the kind of actions we can take to enhance the circularity for electronic products. You know, what do we and what can we do as individuals and businesses and organisations to actually say that's an electronic piece of electronic equipment and what happens to it? Well, I tell you what happens to it at the moment. Most of it ends up in landfill. Most of it, does it? Uh, we uh, we think New Zealanders are amongst the worst. Ones. Are we? Uh, we are, and um, we generate more than twenty kilograms per person per year of e-waste on average, which is about eighty thousand tons. And we estimate that less than two percent of it gets recycled. Less than two percent of it. Um, we at Communities Recycling work with households, businesses, community groups, government groups, etc., to try and capture and divert that. And as part of our celebrating e-waste day, international e-waste tomorrow, um, we are um, having uh, an, an event at our place in Penrose uh, where uh, we're waiving all the e-recycling charges, make it free to drop off, um, uh, and uh, we're also at the same time raising money for Variety, the children's charity. Oh, yeah. And so between 8 and 5 we're doing that. We're hoping that we can divert about 5 maybe about 5,000 kilograms tomorrow, about five tonnes we'd like to get in across the door. But it's a thing that says, actually, um, uh, let's just not ignore that once you purchase something, you do have, there is a responsibility to work out what happens to it beyond its end of its life. And uh, the more we can actually use facilities like ours and others that can recycle it efficiently and ethically and appropriately, the more we can at yes. least reduce the damage. Very good, Michael. Kia ora to you both. That's Cass Carter and Michael Moynihan. Uh, someone wants to have, and I think this is a great, someone's got to jump on this. We need a country calendar coin. We need a country calendar coin. 2101.